0: This is episode four, we're still doing this, um, it's rain, I don't know what the weather's like where you are, but it's like, I don't know, mother nature is teasing us with, uh, spring, like it was, it was really beautiful and now it's been raining for five days and it's like 40 degrees and foggy and disgusting and no one, no one wants to be out in that shit. Um. That was me drinking coffee um, <laughs> at 1130 in the morning. It's still morning, right? Okay. <clears throat> so I thought about, um, you know, we've been talking, we, I, maybe you've been talking, some of you email me and I really appreciate it. When you email me because I feel like I'm not just talking to myself and also it helps me like, cause I don't know what people want to hear about. I just know what I find interesting and, and maybe, maybe that's the beauty of this is I just talk about what I think is interesting and possibly other people like that too. But, um, coming, so the, so the aloe, <laughs> the aloe yoga scandal is still ongoing. It is still happening. Um, I don't know if there's been much development. I think um, additional famous yoga teachers have been called to be, like, deposed. So I know, like, Keno McGregor, I think Yoga Girl, Rachel Brathen, um, Carrie Verna, Beach Yoga Girl, (laughs) are all having to be deposed as, I guess, some sort of witness to um, the trade libel stuff against Aloe and it's it's been really interesting um well, I mean, it's mostly frustrating and exhausting and and I'm really thinking about how uh, how short our attention spans are, like we're all supposed to be <laughs> we're all supposed to be yogis, and we're all like, "I'm over this shit, you know, um, or we're all just like exhausted with drama and ready to move on and um And, you know, whatever happens with the outcome of the lawsuit, you know, I'm sure we'll have, well, I don't know if it'll have ramifications for the rest of us. I'm not, I don't have a sponsorship, but I think there's so many topics around um, this lawsuit, like talking about, like, do yoga and capitalism mix, like, What's this, uh, you know, I talked a little bit about it last week, like what's this kind of mythology around like getting discovered and like that's, that's success is getting some sort of sponsorship and, um, and also really, I wanted to talk about today, like online bullying, which I think the, the phrase gets thrown around so much that, um, you know, it's kind of like thoughts and prayers. (laughs) We say it so much it just you know it it loses its its meaning um and um but also noticing like I have been noticing like the people I'm and I kind of made it very clear in anything I've said and um on on this podcast that I'm I'm a full supporter of of Dana Falsetti I think uh I don't I don't I think Cody is being a dick <laughs> and they might sue me <laughs> now for saying that but I I just think that they're um they're being greedy and they're they're using their money and power to silence her and you know but I I have problems with capitalism so I'm probably not the greatest person to talk about <laughs> capitalism and money issues and free market and business and all that shit because I'm, 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 you know, I'm leaning over to the, you know, left, left left-wing socialist crowd. (laughs) And, uh, and if you think that has anything to do with like dictators or communists, please go read a book right now. Okay. Anyway, um, so really what's been going on is like the people, you know, there's some people that I were following because they seem to be like, Oh, I'm digging up dirt on these aloe CEOs. And yeah, there's that part of me that's just like, yeah, show me more evidence that they're, um, you know, assholes. (laughs) I already believe it. Please confirm my, my bias that I already have going on. And, um, yeah, and I'm just saying, like, oh, you're being, like, petty as fuck, too, you know? Like, you're being... you're, And, and a lot of the... I don't know, it's weird, because there's a lot of, like, hatred. <laughs> and I'll say it, hatred. Going out to um, people that are currently sponsored um, by Aloe. And a lot of these people... You know, you know the, pe- the the people that are sponsored, I wish that a lot of them had, like, better arguments to defend themselves. But a lot of them, when they're coming out, like, aren't making themselves look any better. I think there was an account, Um, I think her name is, like, Gypsy On or something. But she literally, in one of her posts, was saying, like, if I don't have a sponsorship, what am I supposed to do? Get a nine-to-five? you know, everyone, you know, like you think about like yoga teachers, it's really hard to, to make a living doing this full time. It's not impossible. I'm not saying don't do it. I obviously do it, but it's not fucking easy. And, and sometimes it does look like I'm teaching 15 classes a week and making $12,000 a year. You know, um, not that, that's a goal for anyone but that's just the reality that sometimes it may look like that. And um so yeah a lot of people were kind of shitting on this lady <laughs> because a lot of us do have side gigs. I do I do massages as well to make extra money and I really make extra money however I can. I mean there's sometimes like I'm making like social media graphics for the studio that I work at, you know, like or <laughs> you get inventive <laughs> like can i can I come pull weeds out of your yard? I don't know um, you, you figure out ways to do things um, to to make money so i I don't really have sympathy for people that are like, I have to have this sponsorship from this shitty company, so I can have this lifestyle that I want to have, and that's where I get in get into thinking that, like, this yoga capitalism shit does not go well together. They don't mix. They don't really make a lot of sense because you're taking, like, a practice that was done by men in caves, renunciates who lived in caves. And sure, there's there's the householder, there's the renunciate um, branch, you know, let's all go live in a cave and not have any possessions. And then there's the, the path of the householder where like, I work a job. I have, I have kids, family, I have obligations, but I just bring yoga into the world in that way. Like I could be a butcher, but bringing yoga into the world in the way that I live my life. And I, 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 I have to say, I think there's a lot of teachers and just, well, I could end the sentence right there. There are a lot of teachers, but a lot of people that feel that, that this should be a career being a personality or being a spiritual leader of some sort. And I really don't think and this comes from someone who does this full time and, and, and I've, it's really had me thinking about a lot of a lot of stuff, um, <laughs> you know, and and that like, does the world owe me a living wage as a yoga teacher? So, I mean, that gets into like your political, <laughs> your political beliefs, maybe. Because I do think maybe the government owes us a living wage. But again, we're getting into my beliefs. You may not believe that. Um, and I think, you know, maybe, but maybe like everybody has their right to just, you know, make it work how they want. Like I'm saying, like I, I do online videos sometimes. I teach classes, workshops, retru- I don't do retreats. I would like to do retreats, but um. There's kind of like a myriad of ways in which I make money using my skills. Um, But I I never feel, I don't know, it's hard for me to sit back and say like, you know, the world owes me X amount of money because this is what I want to do. Like, I mean, my husband's a poet for Christ's sakes. (laughs) I mean, he teaches, but that's his, that's his graduate degree and all that stuff is, is, is in poetry. And we kind of had this conversation. It's like when you love a thing, you kind of make this deal of like, you know, I love this thing so damn much. Uh, i probably am going to be poor. My lifestyle is probably going to be different. I'm probably not going to have a 401k and that's okay. Um, and you know, I, I just don't have a lot of sympathy for, for people who are like, feel sorry for me because I need the sponsorship to, to exist (laughs) because a lot of us have to have nine to five jobs or part-time jobs or whatever in order to teach the yoga, you know? Um, but then, on the other hand, it's like you know, like I said, I use my creativity like i I make money in creative ways, whether it's like coming up with classes or workshops, and you know maybe getting a sponsorship is just another creative way to boost your income, <laughs> and you know is is that is that um I'm not gonna say hatred. Hatred's a strong word, but are, are the the negativity I feel around that is because I don't have one? Is it jealousy? Because that's that's a lot of the most of the feedback you're getting from the Aloe people, the people who are sponsored by Aloe, are like you're just jealous. <laughs> and you know I, I don't think I'm jealous because anytime I spend. Uh, a a large amount of time on social media. I feel like a crazy person. So I definitely don't want to be a social media personality. I don't aspire to fame. Um, I actually just aspire to like paying my bills and living well (laughs) and living well, you know, hopefully there's some, a savings account in there somewhere, you know? Um, But yeah, it it seems like there's people on both sides that aren't uh, making stuff. They aren't being good representatives of of their side, you know. And I think as an outsider, (laughs) who's not technically on anyone's side, but maybe feeling support for one or the other... um, you have a tendency to just be like, oh, I don't want to fuck with any of this shit because everyone's wrong and you guys just sort it out and I'll be over here twiddling my thumbs. And I really think that that's where a lot of us maybe misstep. And and it's not just in in stupid yoga lawsuits. Although I don't think the lawsuit is stupid because I think it's, it's bringing up a lot of Good conversations. It's bringing up a lot of bad conversations, but mostly good conversations. Um, I think that um, yeah, I just lost my train of thought. It's gone. It's left me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's the update on the lawsuit. Um, don't be a bully, and then don't let don't let your your exhaustion. Around the drama. (laughs) uh, Make you put your head in the sand. I could say the same about the friggin' government right now. Because I'm... You know, and there was a nice little quote I came across. that it was like, that's the definition of privilege. Is that you can be like, let's stop this conversation. So I can go back to doing whatever the hell I want to do that makes me feel good. And... And I think we're just coming at this point, you know, as a country where we, ha- we have to all just like come to terms with what gigantic scrotums we've been. <laughs> I mean, I would have said pussy, but we all know that pussies are strong and resilient um, and scrotums are very sensitive. But we've all, to an extent, with the government, with what's going on, I mean, you know, um, even in yoga culture, it's like we can't handle two minutes of disagreement. And then we're like, I'm done. I'm going over here and I'm going to live in my bubble. And, and sure, we all need like the self-care bubble. I get it. But, you know, why I've said this before. <laughs> why are we doing this practice if it's not making us any stronger? If it's just another way to dissociate and hide, and not talk about shit, and live in a fairyland, what's the fucking point? Like, let's just go do heroin instead. I mean, I think that's why a lot of people are doing heroin. They're just, that's just their bubble. (laughs) They need to numb out pain, or they drink, or smoke some weed, or like whatever you're doing. We're all hiding from reality and and i'm this i like i'm calling myself to task with this shit because you know it's like even after after the election happened i realized oh just showing up to vote is not being like an active citizen <laughs> You know, or it's just like, just like following all these famous yoga people or these yoga companies doesn't make you a yogi, right? You have to engage and it's the personal work. You do the personal work first and then that's supposed to just like branch out, make the world better. But you, but you have to, there has to be action, so I think we need to decide, are we going to be renunciants? Or are we going to be householders? Because if you want to live in a cave, you don't get to engage in the world. Like, please go to a cave. <laughs> if you're being in the world, but only selectively when you feel like it, when it's comfortable for you and when it feels good, why are you riding on everybody else's coattails? Like, get your ass to the yoga cave. We don't want to see you anymore. Okay. That's, that's probably the end of that rant. Um, speaking of reality, I am doing a little experiment because I've, you know, recognized within myself, my own tendency to go in the bubble. I have anxiety, depression, issues, whatever. And I'm trying to get out there more. I'm trying to put myself out there. Um, and I was listening to this... Uh, I was listening to the 10% Happier podcast. It's put out by Dan Harris. He's a, he's a journalist for ABC, if you don't know. And he's also a meditator, a Buddhist meditator. And he has a great podcast. He has really nice interviews on there um, from people that... Sometimes celebrities, sometimes people you never heard of. But anyway, he was doing an interview with this guy... Um, Hansa Bergwall, I believe is his name. I, I hope I didn't mess that up. But he created an app called We Croak. And the the picture is like of a little a poisonous frog, like that's the logo, which is ingenious. And essentially this app you put on your phone and it reminds you five times a day that you're gonna die. <laughs> And, and I've been using it for three days and it's been kind of amazing. Like I'm feeling really produ- I'm feeling really good <laughs> because I know I'm going to die. And everybody I've talked to this, they're like, that's, they're telling me that it's like sick, it's morbid. Um, well, not everybody, but most of the people that don't do yoga, I think, <laughs> Are like, and I'm like, come on. We take corpse pose at the end of practice. We're already meditating on death, whether we like it or not. But um, I've been using this app, and it's random what times it it alerts you, Um, and and it's just been so helpful. You know, it's like you're, and mostly I got it because I'm on my phone too much, and with with all the uh, Facebook stuff, like I've really been contemplating deleting my accounts. And then also there's that part of me that's like, well, that's crazy because like most of the business you do is online. Um, so it's kind of like, can I go back? (laughs) I talked about this last week. Can we go back to 1998 and, and just have a website and a mailing list and then just it all work out? I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but um so I got the app to really help with my phone usage and it's kind of amazing. Um literally like you're you're scrolling through Instagram and and this notification pops up, don't forget you're going to die. <laughs> and then and then if you swipe you get like a little quote. And uh I think there's like 250 different uh, death quotes. But they're, they're anywhere from like, you know, Eastern, uh, like ancient texts and, uh, JK Rowling, like, and poets and it's, it's varying people. Um, so yeah. And, and I've kind of, um, because I've been a little down in the dumps lately. Uh, if you're on my EOS to talked about this, uh, I had a friend say it was due to the solar flare. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't even really know if I believe in that stuff, but I don't know. I feel better today (laughs) with the flare being over. But, um, uh, yeah, it's really, it's really helped me with feeling just fucking sad, you know, just recognizing that my time is precious. I need to do something good with my time. Uh, Or at least things that I enjoy. Or pay attention to the things I claim to enjoy doing. So I've been doing that. And uh, the app, it's 99 cents. It's on Android and iOS. You should get it. We croak. I'm challenging myself to write about it every day. Like I'm writing about it on my website, LaurenBurkart.com. So if you want some death contemplation, and it's not really like we're talking about death. It's just, um, it's so interesting. I've had dreams. I've just, it's brought up a lot of like memories and it's really, I just can't explain, (laughs) like I feel like this is crazy, but it's like thinking about or contemplating death has me really thinking about how precious my life is. And how I want to just milk all the goodness out of, out of every day that I can. And, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it with me. Um, what's going on with us this week? I, um, I've started this new class at my space in Fayetteville, Arkansas, called Yoga Mind. And I'm really excited about it. Um, And I talked about it last week, but it's kind of like a... It's just, it's like in my heart. Like, even even if, like, no one comes to a class, (laughs) I get excited about doing it. And I want to... I'm including all this stuff into a training. So going to make a video of of the class and then um if you're a teacher maybe having some supplemental um materials that you can buy that or purchase that talks about like the reasoning why we do the things we do and how to incorporate this stuff into your class so incorporating um more things for mental health based in science so a lot of us are um you know, a lot of people are like, yoga is already good for mental health, and yes and no, because we all have different nervous systems, and what's good for you may not be good for somebody else's nervous system, because some of us are hypervigilant, some of us are like checked out, and then sometimes we oscillate between the two, and we're just trying to get everybody into like a little happy gray area, a little window of tolerance, as Dr. Dan Siegel calls it, um... So yeah, I'm really excited about that. If you want more information about that stuff, uh, you should get on my email list. You can uh, find a link. Actually, I'll leave a link in the description of this um, to sign up for my email so you can get more information about um, teaching yoga for mental health to people. And... um for next week, I almost talked about it this week, but I want to wait till next week. There, I, I want to give you like a week to do this. <laughs> There's a documentary on Netflix called Wild Wild Country about uh, the cult of uh, Bhagwan Shri Rajneesh. And if you're not familiar with him, you may know him as Osho. And... Um, I have a kind of a funny story about that, but I'll, I'll tell you next week. So watch the documentary, give us your thoughts or think about it. We'll talk about it next week and talk about all these crazy ass gurus we follow all the time and they write books and we quote them in yoga classes, even though they've done horrible, horrible things, right? Did I, did I give away my stance about it yet? (laughs) I already had a Rajneesh <laughs> comment, something on Facebook that I wrote, like that I didn't know what I was talking about. And I'm like, oh, tell me more. But yeah, we'll talk about cults next week, yoga cults. Um, I hope you guys are having a great spring. I'm sure the sun will come out soon. It usually does. Um, may you live your best life today. I need to come up with a better sign-off. I'm going to. I'm going to figure it out. (laughs) Keep on living, baby. Talk to you later.